This is Tony Katz in the Morning News. I'm not Tony Katz. I should probably say this is supposed to be Tony Katz in the Morning News. My name is Craig Collins filling in. A lot being discussed in the world, and one of the topics of conversation pretty much all the time is uh, about race relations. That's something we talk about uh, in the political arenas a lot. Uh, that's something I think a lot of us talk about, of course. Uh, there's the court case going on right now uh, with Derek Chauvin. Uh, the death of George Floyd uh, is on the, a lot of people's minds. Uh, but also this uh, new law in Georgia uh, seems to be yet another opportunity for us to discuss uh, in as much detail or as little detail as needed uh, how we're where we're at as far as race relations go within our country. Uh, Charles Barkley, of all people, weighed in on this, uh, which is I know a lot of people will say, I don't know if I need sports maybe athletes, players, or even just analysts to jump in and give me their opinion on this kind of thing. Uh, Barkley's a famous human. Barkley, of course, is an African-American man, and he had this to say uh, when asked uh, kind of about this question on, on national television. Yeah, but the one thing I took out of that piece was, man, I think most white people and black people are great people. I really believe that in my heart. But I think our system is set up where our politicians, whether they're Republicans or Democrats, are designed to make us not like each other so they can keep their grasp of money and power. They divide and conquer. That's Charles Barkley's opinion. I know that Chris Christie is saying that Biden right now is, is lying about some of the things that were not changed about the Georgia law and the reasons why. I don't know if you need this push. Uh, it seems like, honestly, my, my biggest reaction to, to what's happened not just uh, that language, but the last week or so, is that dramatic talk, much like maybe dramatic news, is more valuable to the people speaking. <laughs> it's more valuable to the politician to say something as if it is the end of times, as opposed to saying something that's maybe more rational, more truthful in reacting to something you disagree with. You say that this is you know, obviously an affront to democracy, as opposed to, I have core issues with this, this, and this, uh, because people hear it. People listen more. Um, and that, I think, is part of what the point is when you're asking a Charles Barkley, when you're asking um, Chris Christie or anyone else, why is political speech so dramatic, uh, for lack of a better word? And honestly, of course, if we look back to January, uh, we see how that political speech can sometimes definitely harm uh, our society and definitely harm uh, the motivate motivate certain individuals to do things, a very small subset of individuals to do certain things they should never be doing. Uh, and yet everyone does it. Every politician that you hear from will say something to you in a more dramatic way than necessary. There's no better example of that than AOC, Ilhan Omar, uh, many of the Democrats that say on television all the time how this is, you know, the last stand, the last fight to keep our democracy intact. Uh, which is just a, a crazy way of speaking about these things. Let's hear a little bit more from Barkley. I truly believe in my heart most white people and black people are awesome people, but we're so stupid following our politicians, whether they are Republicans or Democrats. And their only job is, hey, let's make these people not like each other. We don't live in their neighborhoods. We all got money. Let's make the whites and blacks not like, like each other. Let's make rich people and poor people not like each other. Uh, let's, let's scramble the middle class. I truly believe that in my heart. I've said this before, actually, not here. This is my first day ever being on this radio station, but other places, uh, that there is a desire to divide in order to keep your passion connected to a political party. There is a desire for you to believe out there 
that the other side is the enemy. And I mean this of both sides. The other side is, is essentially out to do terrible, bad, horrible things. And the way in which that really impacts us most negatively is every so often when you see uh, something out there in the world happen, and this can be anything that's good that a politician does that you personally disagree with, you hate it. Certainly this was the case with our previous administration. Uh, president Donald Trump, our, our former president, did good things while in office. This shouldn't be radical news to anyone, honestly. And I know that a lot of people listening are like, yeah, okay, I understand that. But maybe some people don't. Uh, but he didn't do evil, terrible things the entire time he was in office. There were good policies, some of which enabled things like the vaccine to be available now. Uh, but politicians cannot admit that. They will not admit it. Joe Biden, who's supposed to be uniting both sides, will never tell you that Operation Warp Speed was tremendously valuable to get to where we are now, which is closer and closer to the end of the pandemic. The reason why? Political speech has to have an enemy. It just needs to have one on both sides of the aisle. It's unfortunate. I agree with Charles Barkley, uh, which is something I didn't think I'd say in his political take, but I do. Craig Collins filling in.